Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world. Hello listeners, myself, Sangeeta, lecturer in biotechnology, KVR Government College for Women, Karnool. In this episode, I shall discuss about chromatography and its types. First, we shall know what is chromatography. Chromatography is an important biophysical technique that enables the separation, identification and purification of the components of a mixture for qualitative and quantitative analysis. It is a powerful separation tool that is used in all branches of science and is often the only means of separating components from complex mixtures. The term chromatography was coined by a Russian botanist Michael Sweat in the year 1906. A wide range of chromatographic procedures make use of differences in size, binding affinities, charge and other properties to separate materials. And we shall see the principle of chromatography, that is, how does a chromatography work? Chromatography is based on the principle where molecules in mixture applied onto the surface or into the solid and fluid stationary phase is separating from each other while moving with the help of a mobile phase. The factors effective on this separation process include molecular characteristics related to adsorption, partition and affinity or differences among their molecular weights. Because of these differences, some components of the mixtures stay longer in stationary phase and move slowly in the chromatography system while others pass rapidly into the mobile phase and leave the system faster. Three components form the basis of chromatography technique. These are stationary phase, mobile phase and the third one is separated molecules. Stationary phase. Let's see what this stationary phase is. This phase is always composed of 
a solid phase or a layer of a liquid adsorbed on the surface of solid support second one is the mobile phase this phase is always composed of liquid or a gaseous component and the third one is the separated molecules the type of interaction between the stationary phase mobile phase and substances contained in the mixture is the basic component effective on the separation of molecules from each other with types of chromatography substances can be separated on the basis of a variety of methods and the presence of characteristics such as size shape total charge hydrophobic groups present on the surface and binding capacity with the stationary phase this leads to different types of chromatography techniques each with their own instrumentation and working principle for example four separation techniques based on molecular characteristics and interactions use mechanisms of ion exchange surface adsorption partition and size exclusion other chromatographic techniques are based on stationary bed including column thin layer and paper chromatography now we shall see the most commonly employed chromatographic techniques let me first list out the most common chromatographic techniques these include column chromatography ion exchange chromatography gel permeation or molecular sieve chromatography affinity chromatography paper chromatography thin layer chromatography gas chromatography and high pressure liquid chromatography column chromatography column chromatography is routinely carried out technique which is adaptable to all types of chromatography the columns are usually made up of glass or polyacrylic plastic the most commonly used glass columns have a centered glass disc at the bottom to support the stationary face certain columns are provided with a suitable support under a replaceable nylon mesh a cheaper alternative is to use a plug of glass wood with a small amount of quartz sand and glass beads temperature fluctuations may be harmful for certain chromatographic separations 
thermostat jackets are used for such experiments the columns are usually provided with an inlet and outlet the effluent from the column is led by capillary tubing to a continuous monitor and then to the collecting system now we shall see what are the steps involved in column chromatography so it includes preparation of the column introduction of the sample elution and detection of components first step in column chromatography is preparation of the column the column mostly consists of a glass tube packed with a suitable stationary face a glass wool or cotton wool or an asbestos pad is placed at the bottom of the column before packing the stationary face after packing a paper disc is kept on the top so that the stationary layer is not disturbed during the introduction of sample or mobile face there are two types of preparing column they are one is dry packing or you can say dry filling and the second one is wet packing or wet filling in dry packing the required quantity of adsorbent is poured as fine dry powder in the column and the solvent is allowed to flow through the column till equilibrium is reached and the second type of preparing column is wet packing or wet filling in this type of packing the slurry of the adsorbent with the mobile phase is prepared and poured into the column and this is considered as the ideal technique for packing before using the column it should be washed properly and then dried and the column should also be free from impurity and uniformly filled with the stationary face the second step is introduction of the sample the sample which is usually a mixture of components is dissolved in minimum quantity of the mobile phase the entire sample is introduced into the column at once and get absorbed on the top portion of the column from this zone individual sample can be separated by a process of elution the third step is elution by elution the individual components are separated out from the column and the last step is detection of components if the compounds separated 
in a column chromatography are colored then the separation can be monitored visually but if the components that are separated are colorless then small fractions of the eluent are collected sequentially in labeled tubes and the composition of each of fraction is analyzed by thin layer chromatography last but not the least we'll see about the applications of column chromatography column chromatography is one of the most useful methods for separation and purification of both solids and liquids its major applications are as follows separation of mixture of compounds removal of impurities isolation of active constituents isolation of metabolites from biological fluids estimation of drugs in formulation or crude extracts next we shall see about ion exchange chromatography or simply ion chromatography it is a process that allows the separation of ions and polar molecules based on their affinity to ion exchangers in this process two types of ion exchangers are used these are cationic exchangers and anionic exchangers cationic exchangers possess negatively charged group and these will attract positively charged cations these exchangers are also called acidic ion exchange materials because their negative charges result from the ionization of acidic group and the other type of exchanger is anionic exchanger that has positively charged groups that will attract negatively charged anions these are also called basic ion exchange materials ion exchange chromatography is most oftenly performed in the form of column chromatography now we shall see the principle of ion exchange chromatography this form of chromatography relies on the attraction between oppositely charged stationary phase known as an ion exchanger and analyte the ion exchangers basically contain charged groups covalently linked to the surface of an insoluble matrix the charged groups of the matrix can be positively or negatively charged when suspended in an aqueous solution the charged groups of the matrix will be surrounded by ions of opposite charge in this ion cloud 
ions can be reversibly exchanged without changing the nature and the properties of the matrix now we shall see the steps involved in ion exchange chromatography ion exchange separations are carried out mainly in columns packed with an ion exchanger these ionic exchangers are commercially available they are made up of styrene and divinyl benzene example DEAE cellulose is an anionic exchanger and CM cellulose is a cation exchanger the choice of the exchanger depends upon the charge of the particle to be separated to separate anions anionic exchanger is used and to separate cations cationic exchanger is used first the column is filled with ion exchanger then the sample is applied followed by the buffer the tris buffer pyridine buffer acetate buffer citrate and phosphate buffers are widely used the particles which have high affinity for ion exchanger will come down to column along with buffers in next step using corresponding buffer separates the tightly bound particles then these particles are analyzed spectroscopically coming to the applications of ion exchange chromatography the following are the applications an important use of ion exchange chromatography is in the routine analysis of amino acid mixtures this is the most effective method for water purification chelating resins are used to collect trace metals from sea water it is also used in the analysis of products of hydrolysis of nucleic acids chromatography is gel permeation chromatography gel permeation chromatography is also called as gel filtration or size exclusion chromatography in this form of chromatography the stationary phase is a porous matrix made up of compounds like cross-linked polystyrene cross-like dextrins polyacrylamide gels agarose gels etc the separation is based on the analyte molecular sizes since the gel behaves like a molecular sieve this technique is used for the separation of proteins polysaccharides enzymes and synthetic polymers principle of gel permeation chromatography it is a technique in which the separation of components is based on the difference in molecular weight or size the stationary phase used is a porous polymer matrix whose pores are completely filled with the solvent to be used as the mobile phase 
the molecules in the sample are pumped through specialized columns containing such microporous packing material that is gel the basis of separation is that molecules above a certain size are totally excluded from the pores while smaller molecules access the interior of the pores partly or wholly the flow of the mobile phase hence will cause larger molecules to pass through the column unhindered without penetrating gel matrix whereas the smaller molecules will be retarded according to their penetration of the gel now coming to the steps in gel formation chromatography it involves three major steps preparation of column in which it includes swelling of the gel packing the column semi permeable porous polymer gel beads with a well defined range of pore sizes and washing after packing several column volumes of buffer solution is passed through the column to remove any air bubbles and to test the column homogeneity the second step is loading the sample onto the column using a syringe and the third step is eluting the sample and detection of components and coming to the applications of gel permeation chromatography it includes protein fractionation purification molecular weight determination separation of sugar proteins peptides and others on the basis of their size it can be used to determine the quaternary structure of purified proteins chromatography affinity chromatography is a type of liquid chromatography for the separation purification or specific analysis of sample components it utilizes the reversible biological interaction or molecular recognition called affinity which refers to the attracting force exerted in different degrees between atoms which cause them to remain in combination example enzyme with an inhibitor and antigen with an antibody etc coming to the principle of affinity chromatography the stationary phase consists of a support medium on which the substrate that is ligand is bound covalently in such a way that the reactive groups that are essential for binding of the target molecule are exposed as the crude mixture of the substances is passed through the chromatography column substances with binding site for the immobilized substrate bind to the stationary phase while all other substances is eluted in the void volume of the column once 
the other substances are eluted the bound target molecules can be eluted by methods such as including a competing ligand in the mobile phase or changing the ph ionic strength or polarity conditions now coming to the steps in affinity chromatography it involves three steps one is preparation of column second is loading of the sample and the third one is elution of ligand molecule complex first is preparation of column the column is loaded with solid support such as sepharose agarose cellulose etc ligand is selected according to the desired isolate spacer arm is attached between the ligand and solid support the second step is loading of sample solution containing a mixture of substances is poured into the elution column and allowed to run at a controlled rate the third step is elution of ligand molecule complex target substance is recovered by changing conditions to favor elution of the bound molecules and coming to the applications of affinity chromatography it is one of the most useful methods for the separation and purification of specific products it is essentially a sample purification technique that is used primarily for biological molecules such as proteins it also includes separation of mixture of compounds removal of impurities or in purification processes in enzyme assays detection of substrates investigation of binding sites of enzymes and the detection of single nucleotide polymorphisms and mutations in nucleic acids next is paper chromatography paper chromatography is a type of planar chromatography whereby chromatography procedures are run on a specialized paper paper chromatography is considered to be the simplest and most widely used of the chromatography techniques because of its applicability to isolation identification and quantitative determination of organic and inorganic compounds in paper chromatography the sample mixture is applied to a piece of a filter paper and the edge of the paper is immersed in a solvent and the solvent moves up the paper by capillary action there are three different forms of paper chromatography that is ascending paper chromatography descending paper chromatography and radial paper chromatography in ascending uh, paper chromatography the spots are kept at the bottom portion of the paper and kept in a chamber with mobile phase solvent at the bottom in design descending type of chromatography the spots are kept at the top and the solvents flow down the paper 
in this method the solvent moves from top to bottom and hence it is called descending chromatography in case of circular paper chromatography the spot is kept at the center of the circular paper and the solvent flows through the wick at the center and spreads in all directions uniformly coming to the applications of paper chromatography it is used to check the control of purity of pharmaceuticals for detection of adulterants to detect the contaminants in foods and drinks in study of ripening and fermentation in detection of drugs and dopes in animals and humans in analysis of cosmetics and in analysis of reaction mixtures in biochemical labs next form of chromatography is thin layer chromatography it can be defined as a method of separation or identification of a mixture of components into individual components by using finely divided adsorbent solid or liquid spread over a plate and liquid as a mobile phase coming to the principle of thin layer chromatography it is performed on a sheet of glass plastic or aluminum foil which is coated with a thin layer of adsorbent material usually silica gel aluminum oxide or cellulose this layer of adsorbent is known as stationary phase after the sample has been applied on the plate a solvent or solvent mixture which is known as mobile phase is drawn up the plate via capillary action because different analytes ascend the tlc plate at different rates separation is achieved it is thus based on the principle of adsorption or partition chromatography or a combination of both depending on the adsorbent its treatment and nature of the solvents employed once separation occurs the individual components are visualized as spots at a respective level of travel on the plate now we shall see the steps involved in thin layer chromatography it includes the following steps the stationary phase is applied onto the plate uniformly and then allowed to dry and stabilize these days ready made plates are most commonly used with a pencil a thin mark is made at the bottom of the plate to apply the sample spots then sample solutions are applied on the spots marked on the line in equal distances the mobile phase is poured into the tlc chamber to a level few centimeters above the chamber bottom a moisture filter paper in mobile phase is placed on the inner wall of the chamber to maintain equal humidity now the plate prepared with sample spotting is placed in the tlc chamber 
so that the side of the plate with the sample line is facing the mobile face then the chamber is closed with a lid the plate is then immersed such that the sample spots are well above the level of mobile face for development sufficient time is given for the development of spots the plates are then removed and allowed to dry the sample spots are then seen in a suitable uv light chamber or any other methods now coming to the applications it is used to identify the components present in a given mixture to determine the purity of a substance for analysis of ceramides and fatty acids assessing the radiochemical purity of radio pharmaceuticals identification of medicinal plants and their constituents chromatography is gas chromatography gas chromatography differs from other forms of chromatography in that the mobile phase is a gas and the components are separated as vapors it is thus used to separate and detect small molecular weight compounds in the gas phase the sample is either a gas or a liquid that is vaporized in the injection port The mobile phase for gas chromatography is a carrier gas typically helium because of its low molecular weight and being chemically inert the pressure is applied and the mobile phase moves the analyte through the column the separation is accomplished using a column coated with a stationary phase there are two forms of gas chromatography one is gas liquid chromatography and the other one is gas solid chromatography gas liquid chromatography is a form of column chromatography where the stationary phase is a non volatile liquid the stationary phase is known as the liquid phase this phase is dispersed over a surface of an inert solid support the solid support which is coated onto the inside of a long column is inert to the sample components and does not react with the sample the liquid phase interacts with the sample components and the carrier gas flows continuously through the column at a controlled flow rate when a small quantity of volatile sample is introduced into the gas the gas promptly carries it onto the column in the column the sample components become distributed between the liquid and the gas phase these components travel more slowly than the carrier gas as they are retarded by interaction with the liquid phase the separated components elute out of the column and reach the detector which reads the concentration of a given component present in the carrier gas and converts it into an electrical signal 
the second form of gas chromatography is gas solid chromatography in gas solid chromatography liquid phase is absent the solid phase which is coated on to the interior of the column is not inert and interacts with the sample components carried by the gas by exerting adsorption forces the sample components therefore become distributed between the gas and the solid surface on the basis of differences in the adsorption desorption behavior on the solid surface this eventually leads to their separation from each other coming to the applications gas chromatography is widely used to study reaction rates energies and mechanisms it is widely used to analyze molecular properties such as vapor pressure heat of vaporization molecular weight etc it is an excellent tool to study thermodynamic properties of solute performance liquid chromatography or commonly known as HPLC it is an analytical technique used to separate identify or quantify each component in a mixture the mixture is separated using the basic principle of column chromatography and then identified and quantified by spectroscopy hplc is basically a highly improved form of column liquid chromatography instead of a solvent being allowed to drip through a column under gravity it is forced through under high pressures of up to 400 atmospheres it uses an extremely high pressure up to 8000 psi and is highly efficient and has a very fast speed of resolution hplc employs the principle of adsorption partition ion exchange and affinity chromatography coming to the principle of hplc the purification takes place in a separation column between a stationary and a mobile phase the stationary phase is a granular material with very small porous particles in a separation column the mobile phase on the other hand is a solvent or solvent mixture which is forced at high pressure through the separation column via a valve with a connected sample loop that is a small tube or capillary made of stainless steel the sample is injected into mobile phase flow from the pump to the separation column using a syringe subsequently the individual components of the sample migrate through the column at different rates because they are 
retained to a varying degree by interactions with the stationary phase after leaving the column the individual substances are detected by a suitable detector and passed on as a signal to the hplc software on the computer at the end of this operation a chromatogram in hplc software on the computer is obtained the chromatogram allows the identification and quantification of different substances and coming to the components of hplc it has the following components a solvent reservoir to store the mobile phase a high pressure pump to push the mobile phase through the column a device to inject the sample into mobile phase a column in which the separation will take place a detector used in detecting the concentration of the sample components as they come out of the column and a potentiometric recorder to produce a chromatogram coming to the applications hplc is a method of choice for analytical purposes it is successfully applied to separation of proteins nucleic acids polysaccharides plant pigments amino acids pesticides steroids drugs and their metabolites Commissionerate of Collegiate Education for giving me this wonderful opportunity to deliver knowledge on chromatography and its sites. Thank you.